This documentary follows the career of two famous volcanologists. Today I'm talking about Fire of Love. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Fire of Love, which is a documentary uh, from National Geographic that is currently available on Disney+. And I thought this one was pretty interesting for the subject involved, and also features a ton of great imagery and just uh, incredible footage. So without further ado, let's get started. The advent of the internet has created a frustrating but understandable conundrum, specifically that all information and knowledge feels knowable. While this is true when it comes to things like finding old friends from high school or how to spell or say your favorite curse word in French, it also makes things like space travel and science in general feel, well, easy. When you can pull up a thousand clips of chimpanzees, it certainly feels like we've got chimps figured out, right? Well, no, because with science, much like anything else, the more you dig, the more you discover how little you know and hopefully want to know more. Which brings us to Fire of Love, an homage and detailed history of volcanologists Maurice and Katia Kraft. In 1991, the French volcanologists Maurice and Katia Kraft were killed during a volcanic event, marking the end of their lives and decades-long careers traveling to and studying active volcanoes. Starting with their academic origins until their untimely passing, the film follows the pair's rise to prominence, what made their work special, and why their work ultimately claimed their lives. Fire of Love would be an easy recommendation, thanks to its immense archive of footage alone. One of the reasons the crafts became public figures wasn't just because they were seen as scientific daredevils, but also because they put everything they did on film. Which means we get countless stunning images of single of a single human silhouette against the bubbling roar of lava, or get to see just how small a single human being is compared to a volcanic crater all of which has been restored into wonderful high-definition glory for us lucky viewers. But that's the visual hook of the film. The narrative hook of the film comes from a couple of angles. The first is the love story and connection between the crafts. The film likes to portray the pair as two disparate parts of the same entity, Maurice as the one who was always pushing limits, speaking to the public, and trying to get closer and closer to the volcanoes, while Katia takes photos from afar and is perpetually one step behind Maurice. She would literally follow his footsteps since she knew she would be light enough to handle it. Likewise, the film also knows also dives into what drove their fascination and caused them to get into this business in the first place. This is all very entertaining and intriguing on a human level, and lets the movie lean into its main idea, or rather the thought that drove the crafts to stretch their limits. The specter of tragedy hangs over this film, both because the audience knows right away about the pair's doomed fate, but also because the beauty of volcanic activity has incredibly destructive power. A single eruption has the potential to end and alter thousands of human lives, which means strong and correct analysis of volcanic activity is crucial when it comes to signaling evacuations and taking preventative action since the Earth won't stop. It means the rest of the film plays like an ode to the couple's purposeful fascination. Yes, they love the work and working with each other, but they are also trying to save lives and are willing to put themselves in greater danger to do so. It's a wonderful tribute in that regard. The only ding I have against the film is the narration. Now, Miranda July is a very talented artist, and I presume her narration give it, 
gave the director Sarah Dosa exactly what she wanted. And it sounds like she wanted it to sound like an old Jacques Cousteau film. Little to no emotion, just here is what happened next. And I think the idea is to let the couple and the archive speak for themselves, but it feels oddly detached. Still, it's not enough to overwhelm this movie's fascinating imagery and emotional weight. As such, Fire of Love is a beautiful tribute to the crafts and their legacy. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.